I'm Carol Joy Side, and welcome to the Homeschool Made Simple podcast. You're listening to episode 43. This is a podcast to help you homeschool simply, inexpensively, and enjoyably. Well, I'm calling this podcast a shelter in the time of storm because I wanted to share with you the history of Sabbath rest. When I was praying about coming to live near my grandchildren here in Oklahoma, I was meeting with my mentor and life coach, and she challenged me to continue a ministry that I had kind of um, frequently been doing without being formally. So it was kind of an informal approach to the ministry, and that was that I would allow friends to come and use my home for retreats there in Illinois. And I just felt that it was kind of a house of prayer. And and so people would ask me, students and professionals and um, different, different friends would say, could I come and use your house? And it's just always been something on my heart. From the day that I became a Christian, I've been involved in silence and solitude and retreats. And so it's just something that's in my DNA. So my life coach challenged me to start a retreat center here in Oklahoma when I moved. And as she said that to me, I thought, a retreat center for homeschool mothers. (gasps) Yes. And so that is really kind of how it all began. I bought a large house for that reason with kind of an adjoining apartment with its own entrance and we put in a beautiful new kitchen. It has a magnificent bathroom that's right out of a magazine. And I began to pray about what this was going to look like and, and how to kind of shape it. Of course, the apartment has, as I said, its own entrance. But as I have begun to fix this up and create what I consider to be a sacred space, the Lord has directed me in a lot of really beautiful ways. For one thing, the most recent thing I have done was I had what I call the house of prayer built in the backyard facing the entrance to the Sabbath rest retreat space. So I had a contractor who did the rest of my house, a young man named Brian, precious Christian. I had him build a beautiful pergola. I had been saving the picture since the 80s and I had dreamed about having this pergola somewhere in all the years I've been, you know, traveling and living different places and this was the fulfillment of a dream. And so he built it. We got the blueprints and the specs and he created this beautiful, beautiful space out in the yard under the huge pecan tree in just this kind of private space there outside of the door. And then I thought I'd share a bit about the scripture foundation that the Lord gave me as I dreamed about creating a sacred space for women to refresh and get away to. The scripture was from Hebrews 4, 9 and 10, and it says this, There remains a Sabbath rest for the people of God. For whoever has entered God's rest has also rested from his works as God did from his. 
And that was kind of the starting point for the vision. And as I began to gather furniture and beautiful things, the Lord spoke to me and said, Carol, I want everything you put in Sabbath rest to be the best, the best you can offer. And so I started thinking about the things that I enjoy and, and, you know, just feel loved with. I put a beautiful down quilt. I got a four-poster cherry bed, very simple, kind of a shaker design, and a queen, a queen bed. And then I started gathering lovely things. First thing I did was I took some beautiful dishes from France that my mother has, had given me as a gift. And they're blue and white, which is my favorite colors. And I put those on an English plate rack that I loved and donated to Sabbath Rest from my home. And then I felt the Lord really impress on me to take my grandmother's sterling silver flatware and that that would be the silverware in Sabbath rest because I just think that beauty and being pampered really refreshes us as women and it it really kind of equips us to go back into the fray of life. Our life isn't always luxurious or comfortable on a daily basis. And so it's so lovely to just have those kind of luxuries. I also took a beautiful wrought iron dining room table of my mom's and that I had inherited. And it has really comfortable cushioned chairs that I had upholstered. And that's in there. And then... The, the room gets such beautiful light. So in the morning, when you open your blinds, the light comes in. The backyard is flooded with light. And so one of the big Palladian windows in Sabbath Rest is over a very, very large soaking tub. And then there's also a huge shower. And so I just love the idea of just this idea of comfort and sanctuary. And then years ago, I went to... Delft, the city of Delft in Holland, and I bought tile for my fireplace in my home in Illinois. And there were a few tiles left, and I've been saving them like gold that I was hoarding like a miser because they were some of my most precious things. And when I sold my house, of course, I had to leave my fireplace with the Delft tiles. But this little box came with me, and the Lord said, and those tiles are for Sabbath rest, and they're to be the backsplash over the beautiful stove that I purchased and the lovely fan above it. So it's a full kitchen where you can cook, and I have pots and pans and anything you need to really, you know, just feel at home. Also... Um, I've included, you know, a blender, a toaster oven, a little fridge. Um, I think even a microwave is in there. I'm not fond of microwaves, but I know some people really enjoy having one. And then the furniture. I put the chair that I nursed my son in, and I had it redone, and it has a big, comfortable ottoman, and it's just so comfortable. And to just read and pray in, it's just like a holy chair that I have spent years praying in, and now you can as well. And then I have a beautiful antique kind of a slipper chair that was my mother's. And I always asked my mother if I could have it when I grew up. And so the Lord impressed on me that I was to put that in Sabbath rest. And then the art is very significant. I have a mosaic from Jerusalem of the loaves and fishes from a church in Bethlehem. That's very, very famous mosaic. 
And then I have a painting by Millet, the French painter of the gleaners, of the women out in the field gleaning. And I love it because it reminds me of the book of Ruth and the story of Naomi and Ruth. And then I have my favorite artist's painting, Carl Larson. He's a Swedish painter and he's kind of the trademark of Sweden and kind of the folk art era there and uh, he and his wife were both artists and they had a very large family which they educated themselves and Carl Larson painted a painting of his little girl Kirsty sitting in her bedroom and I just love it and so I put that in Sabbath rest as well and then I have a little bookcase of different devotional books, selected books, fun, pleasure, literature that's edifying but still will kind of give you an escape and an, just, again, a shelter from the time of storms. And then I, um, in the outside, of course, you have a little tiny terrace off your entrance where you have a... Um, lovely comfortable chair with a cushion a little table a little poof for your feet and then in the house of prayer I've hung a wicker porch swing with cushions so you have a couple options there as well and then because I'm a bike rider and I'm always happiest when I'm on a bicycle and this is such a biking little area here where I live I have a beautiful Raleigh bicycle with a wicker basket that is available for my guests and if you need a lock and a key I also have that available and I also have a helmet for you so I've tried to think of everything that you could need or want in terms of food we have oil vinegar honey um, salt pepper you know just the basic things whenever I go on retreat I'm always frustrated that they don't have the certain things that you're just no way you're gonna bring we have a French press for coffee and an electric uh, pot for making hot water like in England and um, you know pot holders tea towels just whatever I feel you need to make you comfortable and there's also a lovely selection of tea bags to get you started and then here in Guthrie we have so many lovely things we have a really a four-star elegant elegant uh, restaurant and uh, it's part of a wedding venue and a beautiful very fancy hotel called um, what is it called again Dominion House <laughs> and so I love to send guests there for meals um, for dinner they're open Wednesday through Saturday nights and their food is top-notch really top-notch and yet they're so friendly and you can eat outside on their beautiful terrace it's a magnificent mansion and it's walking or biking distance and then the other direction walking or biking is a coffee shop called Hoboken where they roast their own coffee and it is people come for miles around to go there because it is considered one of the very best coffee shops in the entire Oklahoma City metroplex. Are you familiar with my literature-based approach to education but still unsure of what it looks like for your family? For over 30 years I've helped families custom fit their children's education to their specific needs. The beauty of education done this way is that it fits like a tailored suit. 
If you find yourself making do or wondering how to best help your child, or you simply have questions, I'm available to you. Consider booking an appointment today. You can visit my website, caroljoyside.com forward slash consulting to learn more. Fill out the book now form and my assistant will be in touch to schedule a time that works for you. Don't lose sleep over unanswered questions. Let's work together to make homeschool simple. Now back to the show. So getting here is very simple. You fly into Oklahoma City Airport, which is adorable. And there's this lovely little restaurant in the airport called Cool Greens. And it's a buffet, like um, you order all different ingredients for salads, and then you order your protein. And they just have the best, best salads. And so if you get here, land, and you're hungry, don't worry. You're not going to be eating McDonald's or some sort of thing. But it is lovely and there's a real food culture in Oklahoma City which is surprising to me but it has become a hub and we're only 30 minutes from downtown Oklahoma City where there's the art museum and there's Bricktown with all the there's a little ferry you can take around Bricktown and a tour um, on the water there's of course the memorial for the bombing of Oklahoma City which is beautiful and very moving particularly the memorial to the children that perished in the bombing Um, but there is a world-class art museum in Oklahoma City there's also uh, an NBA basketball team right here. So there's a lot to do in Oklahoma City and then also in Edmond, which is 20 minutes away, a very large, lovely suburb. And that is where my son JJ is a pastor at a lovely church that everyone I take just says, oh, this church is so wonderful. And I say, I know it is. It's called Frontline Church and they have congregations throughout the metroplex area but they have a congregation there in Edmond so I also live near a beautiful park called Highland Park which is walking distance and it's right on my street and there are bike trails and hiking trails and there's tennis courts and a basketball court and swings and a huge Olympic size in-ground swimming pool when COVID isn't happening, that pool is just a dream come true to be able to ride your bike or walk to. So it's a beautiful, peaceful place. It's very safe, very quiet. And everyone who comes here starts plotting on how they're going to move here. It makes me giggle. I'm like, don't spend your retreat plotting devious schemes of how to get your family to move here. But just be present to the Lord and resting. Uh, Some of the women who have come here, we we have a guest book and people write in it. And it is so beautiful, the things that they've written. But some of my favorites, one woman said that she slept one day for 14 hours straight. Her family had been through a terrible crisis. Her, Her sweet husband had almost died. He's fine now. But at the time, it was very traumatic. They have six children. And she came here to recuperate, and she just slept for 14 hours straight. And people talk about the joy of being without electronics. Uh, We don't require this, but we do highly recommend that if you would like to, I will take your phone when you come, and then you're welcome to give your family 
my number so that in an emergency, of course, I can come and get you and knock on your door. But you are locked in. You are completely private. You have a white noise machine. And you just can, you know, really spend time with the Lord. People have come here and painted. They have done writing. They've done exercise workouts that they never get to do at home. There's also a YMCA walking or biking distance. And I can hook you up with taking classes as a guest. And they I don't think they'll even charge you. I'm... Um, one of the subs there as a teacher and so uh, that should be very simple to get you into a class or two as as you're visiting so you don't have to give up anything you want to do downtown is a hub for antique shops and people come from far and wide to to antique here in Guthrie the entire downtown is a protected historic district all the buildings are historic and original and the history of this town is that it was the first capital of Oklahoma. And then in the dark of night, some men stole the state seal from here in Guthrie, from the capital here, and they ran with it to Oklahoma City, and it became a huge legal battle. And for some reason, they won the battle, which I still don't understand. So thankfully, we're not the capital, so we have maintained the historicity of this town the peace the quiet everyone knows everyone there's some darling little restaurants downtown a little diner that I like and um, there's a really good Italian restaurant there's a barbecue place that people come from hour away just to come to um, so there are a lot of things to do downtown and never forget Rick's chocolates Rick's chocolates are sold all through the Metroplex they're made here in Guthrie and it's a lovely little shop where you can have a light lunch or tea and coffee of course and then they sell chocolates and beautiful handmade candies of all sorts that you will love and people always take them home in little packages as little Thank yous to their families for letting them get away. They do have sugar-free chocolate as well, which I really appreciate that. So there's a lot to do here, um, but the main thing is just to meet with the Lord. And then one of the options that we give to the moms who come here is, this is certainly not in any way required, but if you desire, uh, you can make an appointment ahead of time with me, and we book a two-and-a-half-hour block for you. And we do prayer, um, life coaching, consulting in terms of educating your children. Really, it's whatever you need. If you need help with nutrition and meal planning and creating order in your home, if you just want to be mentored and discipled by me during that period, we can do a bunch of things. You know, it gives us a nice long time. I make you tea and we pray together. And really, it's whatever you need. Um, we're next to my library. I have you come into my house. And so we, we sit in a beautiful space, and we just talk and connect. And people tell me that was the best part. And so I'm here to just, you know, make that happen so that you go home completely rested. When I met with my life coach uh, after moving here, and I was really, really at a high level of activity for probably the last year since I've been here. It's slowed down a bit now, thankfully. But my life coach suggested that once a month 
I do a retreat, even if it's just one night that I do a retreat. And then once a quarter that I really do a retreat, like I go somewhere. And um, that's the sweet church here in the area. That's the bells that ring at the half hour, an hour, but not during the night, thankfully. Um, so I would love, and some of the moms have come multiple times who've been here, it would be great to just make that kind of a quarterly commitment where you come to Sabbath rest, you do a silent retreat, um, and then you do what, you, what gives you life. If, if antiquing gives you life and shopping or going to a restaurant and having a lovely meal, I mean, there's no legalism here. It's whatever refreshes and restores you. That's what you need to do, and that's, that's what a retreat is for. So um, I just want to close in prayer because I know that there are so many women who really are crying for that Sabbath rest so that they can be fully on board and present with their families. And um, so let me pray that for you. Lord, I pray for the sweet folks listening to this podcast. I pray for the men who listen, who are thinking, I wonder if I could give this to my wife as a gift. She does so much for us. How can we bless her? And so, Lord, I just pray for divine appointments that you would bring the people that you want to Sabbath rest, that they would find a shelter in the time of storm, and that you would dust them off and and push them back into the fray, ready to go, energized, empowered, passionate, with their vision clear and their soul cleansed for the next season of ministry and life. I pray you bring the people you want here, Lord, and that this would be a healing place. In Jesus' mighty name, I pray. Amen. If you would like to book a stay at Sabbath Rest, um, I'm sure Rachel will put a link in the notes under our podcast for today. You can also go to our website, caroljoyside.com. Thanks for joining me this week on the Homeschool Made Simple podcast. If you liked what you heard in this episode, I'd appreciate a rating and a review on iTunes. Or if you'd simply tell a friend about the show, that would help too. Visit my website, caroljoyside.com, to subscribe to our weekly email and receive exclusive discounts in my online store where seminars and interviews are available. Be sure to tune in next week for my next episode where I help you homeschool simply, inexpensively, and enjoyably. Blessings.